I feel like the more episodes of It's Super Effective get recorded, the more negative the show gets. <laughs> like, this thing sucks about Pokemon. This thing, this sucks, thing about sucks about Pokemon. TCG sucks. The video game sucks. I <laughs> like Smash Bros. Travis sucks. I do. <laughs> it's all downhill. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 141st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Will returning with us. Which Will? The <laughs> Will with two L's, not one L. That's right. I'm so happy to, uh, to have learned that I'm not the only homosexual in the world. <laughs> This is great news to me. I'm not all of my own loving boys. Was this a recent discovery? Yeah. Because of uh, your your uh, uh, other guests. Well, Travis is here. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have Will back with us. We also have Travis, like I said. After the, um, you know, the sort of intense discussion we had last time about IVs, um, I thought it would be appropriate. I, I just want to see what you think that maybe we change the structure of the show and just have it be like just like a serious talk hour and maybe we talk about like the political climate. <laughs> we could talk about um I don't know, like the whether the theater is dead or not. So Travis, just going from that, <laughs> do you feel that the uh Trans Pacific Pact is um better or worse than uh North American Free Trade Agreement? Here's the thing. I know what that is. I know that's what those a, words are, I, but, but I don't that's know about what the, that sentence means. But that's about the extent of it. That's the thing with like, it's like a free trade agreement with like, um, Will is alive. Australia, Australia is one of the ones involved, right? Hey, right. You, you do need to be aware that the Trans-Pacific Pact is now. All right. Fair <laughs> it's, enough. It's fair enough. Something that's been, uh, North American free trade agreement was, Okay, maybe 20 years ago, but either way. Yeah, Travis wasn't even born yet. Ooh, true. This, uh, this whole show, I'm just going to try to sick burn Travis the entire time. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Your sick, your sick burn is, ha-ha, this thing you have no control over I, when you were born. Man, that's, man, you burn. must stink as an individual for being born 21 years ago. Use some aloe for that. <laughs> Travis just used mirror move. Um... <laughs> Is that a move still? Yeah, Pidgeot knows it, right? Pokemon Red. Uh, our last guest is Logan. Hey. Two uh, two shows in a row. Yeah, man. I ever won a super Facebook contest. It was super Facebook. A super effective Facebook contest. <laughs> this is heavy back. Heavy super back. Facebook is where the people are cool and not your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> That's, was that Twitter? Is that super Facebook? No. LinkedIn? And my grandma. <laughs> that is super dumb. Facebook <laughs> business. Facebook. I, I've, there's so much LinkedIn these days. I'm I'm sort of linked out. 
You know what I mean? No. no I know exactly what you mean. I, I guess that this means David was the weakest link since he wasn't here. Mm. It needs to be a television show. Yes. David? <laughs> David or the weakest link? Either or. Uh, we do talk about Pokemon here, believe it or not. This is uh, a Pokemon podcast of the sorts. And if you are a new listener, I apologize like I always do to all our new listeners. And if you are an old listener, I apologize even more. Actually, I don't apologize because you should have stopped listening many episodes ago. <laughs> but you have continued doing so. And the amount is, of times that you chastise listeners for listening is pretty hilarious. <laughs> that, is your, that is your fault, not mine. <laughs> Maybe my fault for continuing to record, but... Uh, we have a pretty okay show for you guys today. We are going to do a little bit of news. We're going to take a quick break, and then we got some uh, Pokemon Regional stuff to talk about. Uh, now, Regionals is still going. Uh, there have been, in some areas, Regionals happen, and then this weekend Regionals happens, and then next weekend there, I think it's three weeks. Could be, could not be. Uh, but then after that, we're going to do our Pokemon of the Week and maybe some other stuff. But uh, without further ado, the news... And the first bit of news is pretty chill. Uh, we s- said a couple episodes ago that uh, the Prism Tower from Pokemon X and Pokemon Y uh, will be a stage in Super Smash Bros., the 3DS version. Uh, they have not announced the Wii U version, but we did find a little bit more information from it. Uh, the creator said that all the characters will start at the base of the tower and stay on platforms as they extend uh, upwards the tower up the tower. These platforms will eventually drop off and um, the players can enjoy the view at the top. So Steve, does this make you um, equally unlikely or even more or less likely to purchase the 3DS version of Super Smash Boringness? Wow, that was a, you know, that was a top tier joke, Will. (laughs) Whatever. Because <laughs> you know how they get it? Because they put Smash Bros. characters in tears because it's a fighting game? Like that? No, because I don't like that play jo- that, that, that joke that you Pokemon made. game, whatever. <laughs> that joke that you made is like, it's like right up to, right up next to Meta Knight in terms of its, uh, its placement in the tiering structure. It's between Meta Knight and Diddy Kong. Is, is he a playable character now? Is that a thing? Diddy Who? Kong is. Yeah, oh, wow. Meta Knight and Diddy Kong are, are in Brawl. Where have you folks been? Diddy hey. Kong was not in Brawl, was he? Um, He's my main jam. <laughs> oh, fair. fair enough. Meta Knight is a version of like the the same religious practices as the Amish people use. <laughs> what? But no, no, not a no, character no. from a Nintendo game. Sorry, I believe this is a problem of, uh, of Skype's projecting my diction through the internet. This is lack thereof. Meta Knight as opposed to Meta Knight. Meta Knight <laughs> is a is a character from the Kirby series of video games. Oh, like a Meta Knight. Ah, Kirby okay. is like Jigglypuff, but better. He sucks. <laughs> is really what it comes down to. Uh, David, maybe it was David. I'm going to give David the credit just because he's not here. But somebody, in this case David, said <laughs> that the 3DS will have uh, levels that are per 3DS games, and the Wii U would have, like, stages or levels per, like, Wii U games. That's why 
Prism right. Tower wouldn't be in the Wii U because Pokemon is a 3DS game. That Seems like cool. this is an experiment to see like where people gravitate towards. I mean, like I, I play more games online on my 3DS, but I mean, normally I would play Smash Brothers exclusively on a console. That doesn't make sense to do on a 3DS, but I guess we'll have to see and see if they make a lot of money. Uh, Logan, do you have a Wii U? Yeah, I do. I sure do. And Travis, you don't. Oh, heavens no. <laughs> Will, do you have a Wii U? No, I do not have a Wii U. All right. So does that Well, Will's not buying any Smash Brothers. Obviously Travis <laughs> you got that right. Obviously Travis <laughs> Smash Brothers lover. You're getting on the 3DS. That or getting a Wii U. Oh, okay, that was my that was going to be my next question. It was is that that was the console version enough to convince you to buy a Wii U? Wait, Travis, when's your birthday? Wait, December. that was it was it was like in the fall, wasn't it? December the 10th of yeah. 1992. Yeah. Good. Now everybody can steal your password. Um, <laughs> do, do, oh, do you think my password is, is 10-12-1992? I know that. I, that's, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't the sound of me changing my password to everything. <laughs> no, no. Is your password Slurpuff92? Right. Um, when, when you need to do identity verification, what they ask for is uh, one of the things they ask for is your date of birth. So you've now yep. given me one key piece of information from my master social engineering skills. So, so you could have just went to Facebook.com. <laughs> you put your your date, your year, and everything. Yeah, his social security number is on his Facebook. Too. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think just just for the sake of like being open, <laughs> wanted complete trust. Yeah. Well, I'm not Facebook friends with Travis anyway, so whatever. All right. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, we we do the poke thing like every day. <laughs> I thought that meant something to you. <laughs> poke Travis quite a bit. Anyway, Smash Bros. Doll. That's true. Logan, are you committed to one version or are you buying both? I, I think I'll go with three DS first because most of my friends would be on a three DS. Okay. Uh, you know, less people have the Wii U. Um, and then if it's like just spectacularly awesome and I fall into it, I might get the Wii U version. Got it. See, I'm the other way around. I'm going to, I'm going in head first for Wii U because I rather, I don't play my 3DS as often as I would like because I am normally, if it involves any transportation, I am the one driving and everyone else is doing their thing in the car. Yeah. And I'm never in that situation where it's like, oh, five hour drive. Glad I have my 3DS. <laughs> nope. Yeah, uh, I like to couch video game though. I feel like I've said that before. Yeah, you like to bump butts with people on the couch. Yeah, who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> Speaking of uh, bumping butts, we did an April Fool's joke. I don't know if that was a good transition, but it kind of worked. It uh, wasn't. Surprise! It wasn't. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Spoiler alert, Mominos. Um Oh man, that was the best. That was the best. Uh, Remember uh, that, folks? Remember that time? <laughs> that, one time that one time. We're running on stale jokes. This is the problem with the show. I only listened to episodes that I was on, so obviously uh, I miss that. You wait, wait, wait. You only listen to the ones you're on? <laughs> is it true? Why? You, you heard it the first time. Why? Uh, <laughs> I'm not paying attention. <laughs> do, you do, it, do you do it so that, like, you can be... You can be so in the moment that you don't even no. have to think of like it as being a recorded thing. So that, yeah, like, because you know you have the metaphysics 
I do it because I know that Steve edits the show to make me look like a dick, and so I need to listen to hear. Wait, does he? Does he do that? No, oh, I definitely. Let, let's let's be real here. I make everyone sound fantastic on the show. If for the listeners' sentences that I say that make me look like a glowing, wonderful Pokemon fan and like the Mother Teresa in the Pokemon world, she old if it wasn't for my editing, all of Travis's statements would be, uh, <laughs> and I clean that up. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> exactly. That's the real show for you guys. So we had an April Fool's joke on the, the PKMN cast website. That is our site. Uh, the talented Will Brendel, not Will Anderson. Not me. Uh, designed and did a mock-up of Mega Raichu, uh, trying to match the original style of Raichu and Pikachu. And then he did an in-game screenshot of Mega Raichu. And with the help of some of our editors, we translated what Mega Raichu would be in Japanese. And I went ahead and made this page, page mock-up to look like a core core scan. And then I printed it out and laid it in a magazine and took a picture and... Put it on our site for April 1st, and uh, that, I mean, while it was a joke, it also generated a ton of traffic to the site. It was uh, our most popular post of all time uh, of running PKMN Cast for the last four years. Cool. So that was wow. really, wow. really cool. Uh, there were, it was funny, be, well, obviously it was fake, and I spent little effort trying to give convince people it was real. I mean, somebody would tweet at tweet at the Pokemon Podcast account and say, like, uh, if it's not on Serebii, then it's not real. And I would, the, the best I would do without giving away that it was fake was, like, oh, we got the exclusive before Serebii, so it will eventually be on there. <laughs> you know, little stuff like that. I wasn't saying it was fake or it was real. It was just trying to get them to play along a little bit. <laughs> Which was kind of fun. It was on Reddit for uh, and got a little popularity. And if anyone is a continuing Reddit person or visits Reddit frequently, they have some of the most mixed opinions in the world. And me knowing it was fake, it was just interesting to see like people's justifications are for why it was fake. Like one person <laughs> was like, "This is fake because Core Core would never use this kind of background," and it was like. Um, <laughs> Here are eight pages from Korra Korra that I copied this background from <laughs> where all the megas were placed on. So y you're right that it's fake, but you're wrong because it's the same exact background. <laughs> and then somebody else, uh, another person's reason why it was fake is because the arrow from Pikachu to Raichu has the Thunderstone, and the arrow from Raichu to Mega Raichu doesn't have anything, yeah. and the reason was, oh, there's no Mega symbol there. But going back to those that, that spread of eight pages, <laughs> none of those red arrows had Mega symbols. <laughs> so I see where you're coming from, but you're wrong. <laughs> well, they're you're right. right. But you don't see where they're coming from. But they're right. <laughs> well, they're right in it being fake, but they're wrong in a mega symbol needing to be there. It was it was funny. It was a, it was a good time. Uh, the next day we revealed it. It was really cool that a lot of people liked the design too. That they were like, "Oh, this looks really cool. I really hope that it's real because I like the design." So props to Will for making something that uh, was appealing to fans, even though it was fake. And 
I'm just rambling. So, uh, what are your guys' <laughs> thoughts on? What well, I was going to I was going to say the editor who helped you translate the Japanese that was the real Travis, wasn't it? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, the that, real Travis, ugh, Travis 2.0. <laughs> Scott. East, East Coast Travis, where we keep it real with a dollar sign. <laughs> he does keep it real with a dollar sign. I mean, if you want to have this sort of like garish dollar, I mean. Kesha removed the dollar sign from Travis. It's Travis, just an ass what? because she has matured, and I want to show that you know. I think I think listeners can agree that that by spelling my name just with an S, that I am the more mature of the two Travi that are involved with Pokemon. I, I, I have one question for you. Yeah. What What makes a Travis a Travis? Get what out is the, the essence of Travis? No, no, I will not. What makes a so much of this nonsense this week? <laughs> have I even? Ex- I think I have explained this on the show. I'm not going to again. Nope. <laughs> I haven't. No, you, you have. You have. You have. <laughs> I just want to know your ontology, man. The ontology of Travis. Steve and, and, and Logan have nothing to say to that. I have nothing. No. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to give Travis space to think. Really. As but- Hegel said. <laughs> but Travis, in the words of Schopenhauer, <laughs> as we have learned. From Heidegger. I can say that I believe in the Nietzsche theory of Travis, that there is only the strongest Travis, and in, all Travises shall fall aside. In creating this category of Travi, all we're doing is we're equating the unequal of these two objects. There is there is very little in common between me and other Travi, but by creating this label, we're creating a sameness between these two objects that really have no sameness in in their actual being um and so in building our logic on top of these sorts of systems it, it's sort of like a it's a beautiful dance but it amounts to nothing are you, you both like Wikipedia pokemon article that you just put your name in to? that no, makes sense no, to me it was... it's uh will said nietzsche so i started doing a nietzsche thing <laughs> fair enough Travis, more importantly, what were your thoughts on our April Fool's joke? Oh, I thought it was I thought it was nice. I thought um I thought Will did a very good job in uh mimicking the style of the Sugamori art. And I yeah. thought that's what yeah. made it the most convincing. Um because that rarely do you see stuff. Wow. I mean like it, the, yeah. the, it looked like a real screenshot from the game. It was crazy. Yeah. I want it to be real. <laughs> but not the moody part. His ability to be yeah. moody. That's not good. Yeah, that was like a last minute call. I we originally were going to do lightning rod, but then we realized that that's Raichu's hidden ability. Yeah. Oh. And so I was just like I somebody pick something that's not <laughs> lightning rod and that would be cool and somebody was like, "Well, a lot of Pokémon don't have Moody, so let's put Moody." And I was like, "Perfect. Translate it." Moody is crazy crazy good. Yeah. But it's probably it's, the best it, bullet in the game. <laughs> really? I don't no. Can't that sarcasm. No, no, it's not the best move. I, I mean, like, it, 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 if you roll a twenty, then you are unstoppable with Moody because it's like it like lowers your evasiveness or something and raises your attack stat twice, and you're an attacker. That would be cool. But it could also be like, no, you um, you raise your special attack and you lower. Your accuracy, and then you can't hit anything. <laughs> let's, let's right, but every time, every time you're increasing something by two. So on the whole, you're getting yeah. like 
if you just have something behind a substitute and you protect um, and you keep it alive for long enough, it becomes unstoppable. Especially if it's something that um, that you have like a have like rest on or something. Yeah, I mean, like smog on bandit because it can get out of control after a while. Right. Just because you can get lucky with it. Yeah. Um, sometimes, like sometimes it doesn't work, but when it does, I would say it's probably the best ability in the game. Yeah. Can we open this up uh, to a little bit no. further discussion and suggest what abilities would you have if there was a Mega Raichu? Which what ability would you want it to have? Hmm. I think Quick Feet could be interesting. And what is that? For our listeners, but more importantly, what is that to me? <laughs> when it's inflicted by a status effect, it's similar to how guts work. Quick feet will—it's sort of like guts. How guts increases the attack stat of a Pokemon if it's inflicted with a status condition like burn or um, paralysis. I guess just those two, because if you're asleep or frozen, it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> except that quick feet does the same thing but for speed so if you are burned your speed will be increased by 50% or if you're poisoned the same thing um, as well as negating the effect of being slowed by paralysis um, so that could be nifty I think on a Raichu how would, you, how would you get him paralyzed because you'd probably want to have an item that like takes advantage of that immediately right? Oh wait electric right. types can't be paralyzed anymore Right. Yeah. Uh, they can, I think they can be if... Like stun, stun Spore? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had enough time with the new mechanics to remember exactly how it works. <laughs> Any other suggestions from Logan or Will of an ability that you would want to see? So I would like to see uh, either Swift Swim or Storm Drain to make Mega Raichu a contributor to a Rain Dance team. Hmm. That would, that would nobody be would think of that. So weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> be no, weird, but cool. It's funny you mentioned sw Swift Swim because that was uh, what another person suggested in our chat when we were deciding <clears throat> the ability. Right, because uh, is it Thunder or Thunderbolt gets a hundred percent accuracy in rain? Thunder. thunder yeah. Yes. Yes. So then you have a Thunder Mega Raichu with Swift Swim. Boom. Yeah, that, that sounds really pretty cool. cool. And he like Raichu. They have a really good. Paris Trap team where it's just ridiculous and it uses Raichu and it's it's actually viable right now and then if he had that it, there's Rain in the back and Paris Trap in the front but then you'd have to lose his Focus Sash so but whatever it would still be really cool <laughs> I think uh, Slow Start would be a good ability mm. no, <laughs> <laughs> you only get it for the second turn <laughs> The best, the worst ability in the game, I think. Doesn't um, trying to blink on the name Durant. Doesn't Durant get truant in the in Dream World? Yeah, its hidden ability is truant, which is it, you can strange. use it in the in the Battle Mizon to it like skill swaps because it can learn skill swap. Oh and, right, yeah. And so you give their dude um, truant, and then you set up whatever you want, Sword Dance a million times, and then that's how people run the. Battle my on to get like a million oh. battle points. Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. <laughs> Logan, did you have an ability in mind? I, I'm, I'm thinking, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, Lightning Rod is really, really good. And some Megas keep their 
previous abilities. So like like Scissor. Yeah. Um. So I I think Landing Rod's still pretty hot. Fair enough. <laughs> like I said, that was our original suggestion, and then for some reason we backed out. We backed out. Uh, we had also <coughs> on the site transitioning a little bit. Uh, we had a couple Mega Mondays and Fairy Fridays go up. In particular, we had a Mega Monday for Agron, and today we had a Mega Monday for Gengar. Both those Pokemon have Mega Evolutions. Spoiler, Agron is our Pokemon of the Week, so we will, <laughs> talk, we will be talking more about that uh, near the end of the show. Uh, but if you guys haven't done so, please check those out. I know Travis uh, 2.0 wrote one of them. <laughs> uh, Steven... Junior wrote the Mega Gengar that went up. Uh, we had Fairy Friday is Sylveon, which was written by Drummer in the Woods. Uh, we have some cool art to go along with that as well. But yeah, we don't want to spend too much time on that. So because we want you guys to go over to PokemonPodcast.com and read them and comment. And if you have a suggestion of what Mega you want to see covered, uh, please do the so in the com in the comments so we can uh, tackle that for you. Uh, in other news, the roadmap for Worlds has been released. It looks like there are national championships in other places besides Indiana. I think all, this is the... <laughs> you mean in other countries? Oh, yeah. In, the, in other states. I probably got people excited. In other countries. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is the first year Australia has anything, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think that's the rumor that I heard, correct? Yeah, I'm looking at the map right now, and there's a Pokeball in Australia. So I'm not sure what other places are new, but if you live in Germany, uh, that's going to be May 3rd and May 3rd and 4th for the national championships. Uh, UK is May 24th and 25th. That's in uh, Manchester, England. I don't know how close that is to London, but everything in Europe to me is in relative distance to london dude it, england is tiny <laughs> that's it's true. a joke it's like a postage stamp don't even worry you'll make it there uh italy is may 31st through june 1st um canadian national championships in canadian uh that's gonna be just june it's <laughs> just june 28th they have one day oh wait Which, no. what, what what city is it in uh Sorry, they don't have It's in one the day. city of Canada? It's in the city of Canada. It Canada, looks like Canada? It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the province of Canada. What's funny is, okay, so I copied and pasted this from the, uh, from the official press release from Pokemon that they sent me, and I'm reading it now. It says June 28th, 2014-14. Like, that makes... You're going to have to wait a while. <laughs> It <laughs> makes zero sense. And then it says in Kitchener, Ontario. Kitchener. Ah. You know where that is? I think it's near Toronto from what I recall. I could be completely wrong because I know nothing about Canadian geography. Except that Calgary's over where they have the stampede. I heard they have what's called poutine in Canada. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, oh my gosh, poutine. Not <laughs> healthy Pizza. food. No, no. It's just some fries with chili on it. And <laughs> like well, it's fries with crap on it, right? It's just whatever yeah. crap you want to throw on there and call it a poutine. Great. <laughs> True that. Yeah. yeah I, great. I didn't know what poutine was until like three weeks ago. It's like Charlie's like, favorite food, man. And I was like, why is there gravy on my fries? <laughs> uh, can't handle this. 
You just thought you just thought that poutine was the Canadian word for fry, and then someone told you that Canada doesn't have its own language, and then you thought someone was yanking your chain. <laughs> no, I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> pretty much, pretty close. We couldn't call them French because they don't speak French in Canada. Clearly. <laughs> Canadian fries. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Little known fact is that uh, that gravy is not gluten-free, so poutine is both high-carb and full of gluten. So the more you don't know. eat it. Don't eat I it. I was eating poutine like every day because I thought it was a health food. I nope. This is, this is why we need these interventions. So What's everyone like is eating poutine healthy. Pokemon be? Yeah, what, what happened to healthy living segment? That's I just gave important. it to you, dude. High-carb and <laughs> gluten. Open your ears. <laughs> open your ears and my, oh my ears God. and you know, my I, eyes are open now. This is this is Logan Logan's concept of uh, healthy food, and I'm gonna just kill him right now. Shrimp and grits. <laughs> okay, that is the most disgusting stuff ever. <laughs> That's like the food of South Carolina. They take grits. You guys know what corn grits are, right? And then they take little shrimp and they chop them up and they mix them into your grits. It's like breakfast food with an appetizer mixed in. It's so nasty. Anything from so the sea is not delicious. And you can't go incorrect. anywhere in South Carolina that's like a fancy event and they're like, oh, you gotta have your shrimp and grits. I'm like, no, I don't have to have shrimp and grits because I'm a civilized human being. Wow, I, I'm hearing I'm hearing sounds from outside of my window. It sounds like it sounds like some shots were just fired right now. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. care about South Carolina because there's like in the entire Myrtle Beach area, no Pokemon TCG to play. Nobody plays Pokemon in Myrtle Beach, so whatever they can keep it. Man, got plenty of that. Oh, over on your back end of the state, not all playing Vanguard, man. No, they don't play Vanguard either. <laughs> They're all playing something. Uh, more importantly, the most important country on this list, the United States. Not the most important country. We all know Canada is better. Um, from July 4th through the July 6th in Indianapolis, Indiana, is going to be the U.S. National Championship. Um, so start your 4th of July off right by being in a car all day, driving to the desert of Indiana, and then registering, and then hanging out with sweaty people for two days. Freedom. And then stay there for like three weeks so you can go to Gen Con too. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, finally, the two. Wait, actually, one, one thing about the, the dates for the U.S. national championships. Um, I think you got to pay attention to when the play is actually going to start. I think, the, uh, I think Jared told me the play is actually going to start. On Friday, really earlier, yeah. Hmm. Huh. So even though it's you know still going to be or it's going to be a two day you know Friday Saturday and then also Sunday, they're they're really going to make it so that they can milk those fifty minute best of three rounds and make them last as long as possible. I, c I could be wrong, but uh, you probably I, are probably are. <laughs> I do know you need ten play points to participate. And, that is correct, and $30. And $30, yep. Um, to play in the TCG, the video game is free, no play points required. But I'm pretty sure last year you needed 15 play points? Correct, and no money. No money. So, see, I'm not that crazy. I'm not that does, insane. Does that mean, how much did you say the entry fee was? $30. $30. So does that mean the exchange rate... <laughs> 
<laughs> for play points to dollars is five dollars is equal to thirty or five uh, no. six, six play, play points per dollar. Mm-hmm. Wait, six dollars per play point. But didn't you say both? Like you have to have thirty dollars and ten play points. Yeah, yeah right, right. Both. But the different, but it changed from needing fifteen to ten, and then mm. they added the thirty dollars. So that must mean watch. I can watch our listeners disappear as we <laughs> <use> the <economic laughs> they're, they're disappearing because they're going dollars. to. They're disappearing because they're going on their computers and they're going. To, they're going to become four like foreign exchange whizzes. No, dude. And they're going to make bank you, off the new Bitcoin, which is Pokemon Play Points. No, if you go into the Google search bar and do dollars for play points, it's not going to show you what you want to see. And I'm most likely sure that if you put in dollars for play points, you're going to see something that's not Pokemon related at all. There's a subreddit for that. Um <laughs> The 2014 Pokemon World Championship venue is going to be at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C. on August 16th and 17th. Will, give us a tour. Is this a nice place? Uh, it's the new convention center, which means I've never been inside of it. It did uh, displace my favorite leather bar in D.C., so <laughs> I'm not happy about that. So, um, but, I mean, it's a nice building. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not down by the federal part of the city. Um, so no but, White House. Uh, I mean, it's a couple miles from the White House. It's a couple miles from Congress. Um, it's, it's near a neighborhood that has a lot of... Uh, uh, restaurants and and stuff like that, but no uh, leather bars anymore. Sadly, <laughs> no leather bars, but more restaurants. Driven out of the, priced out of the neighborhood where they had been for like forty years. So but they whatever. Just, they didn't build this over the old one. They just built it in a new location. No, the old one is now a Walmart. Oh, okay, <laughs> convenient. Well, it's, it's America. I, I'm excited because it's like the first Walmart that you know DC had. I actually went to uh, to get some tins from one. We have like I think we have three new WalMarts in DC that have only opened in the past year. We've never had WalMarts before, so I was so excited to be able to go to a Walmart in DC. David Thomas's mind would be blown. <laughs> Why? Because he because he lives in the the birthplace, the origin uh, of Walmart. When he was here last year for a Midwest Gaming Classic, which we'll we'll talk about in a little bit um we like we, there's no walmart where i live like i can get to one it takes like 25 minutes but we had to like, go to target and he was like what is this target thing <laughs> so the thing about walmart in dc is even though we don't have uh the same government like you guys have you know we, we don't get congress and that kind of stuff um that makes our the people we do elect be they're they're very communist like it's it's surprising in your nation's capital but uh, it's ultra Democrat here. Um, like if you if you are not running Democrat, you don't win the mayor election, and most likely not the city council either. But then they do things like they kept Walmart out of the city until Walmart agreed to a minimum wage that the city approved of, and not oh, wow. standard minimum wage. That's actually really cool. Yeah, Walmart wouldn't come in because they're like, oh, you're going to price us out, and we don't run our business like that. Blah blah blah. And DC's like, well. We haven't had Walmart for 200 years. We can get, <laughs> we can get by. <laughs> so somebody caved somewhere. That's pretty cool, actually. The world is changing. 
Uh, I had something else to say about Pokemon National Championships, but I got nothing. I drove it right out of your mind. <laughs> drove it right out of my mind. Uh, I think we have two more news articles here before we take a break. Uh, not really a news article, but uh, Pokemon Podcast is uh, starting to review the anime. I know you guys have requested more anime stuff, so right now... Um, there is an anime review of the 11th episode of X and Y, which is about Pancham, and there are three different opinions and scores that they give the episode, so if you have your own opinion about the Pokemon anime and want to contribute, uh, jump over to our site. Uh, the last bit of news is there was a new trailer for, well, it wasn't really new because it was a bunch of rehash stuff, but there's a trailer for Deansei. And the cocoon of destruction. Did I say that right, Travis? I was. I've not been paying attention for the last like two minutes. Could you? Could, could we rewind for about two minutes? Just do the whole thing again. Yes, so. we'll tell everyone how Washington D.C. works. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the convention center. Uh, this was another article that uh, the Pokemon press release sent me. Uh, it mostly talks about how um, Pokemon is working with. Uh, Video on demand, VOD, uh, places to get Pokemon, the anime, in more locations. Um, so it talks about how Pokemon's now on Netflix and Hulu and how they plan to get Pokemon into CITV and K2 and Yep and Clan. All these. What are any of those things? All <laughs> of these TV services you've never heard of because they're in different countries. The oh. important thing is therefore completely un- unimportant. Is it on the iPlayer? <laughs> the important thing here, Will, is that Pokemon is trying to get the anime in on more TVs, and that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it available through Amazon streaming? I do not. I do not believe through so. the Amazon Fire TV. <laughs> uh, the the press release also ends with uh, Pokemon X and Y being the fastest selling video game for the Nintendo 3DS. They've sold 12 million copies worldwide since launch, and that would add to the 245 million Pokemon games sold to date. With that being said, there has been 20 billion TCG cards shipped globally, and the animated TV series have been broadcasted in more than 160 countries, one of them being Canada, and in more than 30 languages, one of them being Canadian. And Pokemon is the long, <laughs> long-standing hit among fans around the world. So there absolutely you true. All true. I do. I do credit uh, a lot of those Pokemon X and Y sales to um, a lot of guys that message me on uh, internet messaging services. Tell me that they were inspired to purchase Pokemon X or Y because they uh, got to interact with me. There you go. <laughs> you you That's meet up with Will. Entry. You leave with Pokemon. There you go. At least with Pokemon, if not more. (laughs) Billions of TCG cards out there as well. And that's That's where we're going to uh, take a break and let you guys refresh and uh, let you guys rethink why you're listening to this show. (laughs) Might be a good chance to back out. Might not. But if you plan on staying, we are going to talk about regionals. Yeah.
And we are back from our break to bring you the latest and greatest coverage of Pokemon Regionals. Uh, we had Logan go for the video game, and Will went for the TCG. Uh, different spots, though, not the same location. If I... I, I, did, I did video game, too. Oh, you did both. Well, hell yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert, you did both. Vamanos. Um, <laughs> continue. I, I'm not going to fight it anymore. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. So, yeah, um, I because uh, Justin... Uh, from Striaton Radio actually made me a VGC team, so I used it. Let's let's hear about your TCG experience first, Will. So, okay, yeah, so I went to the Massachusetts Regional, which was in lovely Sturbridge, Massachusetts, which is kind of like uh, Colonial Williamsburg, except for Massachusetts and a lot jankier. And I Jank got city. Jank, janky, like Janky Jenkins here on the show. Um, <laughs> I got there the night or the day before the competition because I stopped at my brother's house and I actually stayed at the venue where the competition was held, which is like, I've never done that before. And it was the greatest experience ever because I could just walk down the hall and be at the competition and not show up half an hour late because, you know, Irene was fixing her hair or something like that. You got um, it. So anyways, it was, uh, actually much smaller than for the Virginia regionals that I had been to, far fewer people came. And it's because most people already have their invitations to Worlds who are the top-level players. These are just the people who are, like, scrambling to get those, you know, championship points in. But I uh, do need to remark that uh, I was continuing my scientific analysis of TCG players versus VGC players. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, I think the balance is coming down that VGC dudes mm-hmm. are more attractive than TCG dudes, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. TCG dudes maintain their hygiene better oh. than VGC dudes. Interesting. VGC dudes have the worst BO. And I don't know if it's a tactic because there was literally mm-hmm. one dude who smelled so bad I could not concentrate on my game. Uh, your eyes start watering. Do you think it's because there are more TCG events? I think it's because TCG, you are required to sit across from a person and be social and get out of your basement. And VGC dudes only come out of their basements like to come to the competitions. And <laughs> and and I think that they like. And also, okay, so another thing I noticed about the VGC dudes about why they're like more attractive. I think a lot of them are runners, which is a solitary type sport, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that uh, that that contributes to their fitness. But anyways, for the for the TCG experience, um, oh, also uh, TCG chicks are much more attractive than VGC chicks. I will just put that out there, having no interest in chicks whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that sub note. My uh, if our my- audience hasn't figured that out already, uh, <laughs> I try to make it clear. My. <laughs> Match was against uh, a top player actually in the Northeast area, Nick Camento. Um, and he actually top cutted for this regionals. And I was actually very happy for as well as I did against him. We, we did, uh, we got into two games. Um, he won both of them, but I actually was ahead of him on prizes until he like just came around and took the last few prizes. But either way, I was I was happy with how I did against him. I was playing a fairies deck and uh, stayed true to my normal form. 
that I tested a deck uh, and practiced with a deck all the way up until the night before regionals. And the night before regionals, I made major changes to that deck. <laughs> no longer. Classic, classic. Actually playing it. Remember when I took Victory Piece out of my Victini-centered deck? Um, <laughs> classic so Will. I basically, in, in throughout the entire day, uh, lost every <laughs> match. Uh, the only two matches that I won were one was a the person didn't show up, and the other one I got a buy. Solid win, both solid wins. Will either way, I... <laughs> you showed that you intimidated that person so much that he didn't show up. Yeah. Either that, or really, he just didn't care. And I, it was a win. Either way, I, I I literally came in last. The only people who came in behind me in the rankings were people who decided not to show up for the last round and didn't drop. Or droppers, yeah. No, they don't list droppers. They don't list droppers anymore? Droppers in the rankings, so... Oh, yeah, when I went, there was... Oh, yeah, that makes sense, that makes sense. So I, I literally came in last place in the in the Northeast Regionals TCGs. Well, that's um, an achievement in I its mean, own right. Something to tell your kids that you did. And I did see uh, Jared, who used to uh, work on the on the site with us. Um, he was playing TCG. He did really well. He made, I think he made top. He was like thirty. He came in thirty fourth. Uh, so for him, because you now have to pay to enter TCG events, he actually got prizes. Uh, he got a bunch of packs for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, our, his friend, who I know, Carrie, who he goes to school with, um, also did relatively well. Uh, definitely much better than me. So hmm. that was my TCG experience. Cool. You saw, uh, still seeing a lot of plasma decks, um, a lot of dark ride decks. Uh, Eva Tall. Uh, well, I didn't see a lot of Eva Tall because I was losing. Uh, so that, that would make sense. Drift <laughs> off in user decks like uh, the guy who was playing um, Mega Venusaur EX, and he killed me. Uh, and Wait, he killed uh, you. He didn't just beat you in a, a, a <laughs> Pokemon trading card game competition. Like you're literally a ghost now. It's, it's such an embarrassment that I literally died. It during. Oh, okay. There's like this weird skew when you play the TCG. So when you do really well, you see all the same decks normally. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Like Evatel. Yeah. Uh, but when you when and when you start losing. You see all the really bad decks, and you're like, "Oh, of course this deck is here." It's where I'm sitting at the losing table, and you're playing it like this is this makes sense. But when you're starting to do like this middle road of like, I've won two, I've lost two, then you start seeing like these rogue decks that you've never heard of before, mm-hmm. and they <laughs> kind of work. Uh, they've worked enough that that person has two wins and two losses. Yeah. They they'll never make top cut with them. I mean, a v- very few exceptions make top cut, but then. You don't know what you're playing against, and that's the biggest disadvantage. It's mm-hmm. not that they're a good player. It's not that like you're playing bad. It's just in those situations, you don't know what to do, and they do because they're yeah. playing. They're playing all the same decks. Yeah, and that that's why you lose to those weird decks because you're like, I'm not sure what I should attack or what their strategy is here, or what cards they're running. Well, I'll, you know, I'll be honest. The reason I lost against the. Um... Mega Venusaur EX deck was because of the change that I made in my deck the day before. Uh, which basically, the change was I was only using basic energy, absolutely no special energy. So for to remove poison and sleep, uh, I was using Slurpuff. 
which does the same thing as Viridian EX, where if it has, if your Pokemon has a fairy energy attached to it, no special conditions can apply. And that's basically what Mega Venusaur EX does, is it, when it attacks, it uh, gives you a special condition. So that just, like, made Slurpuff not work. And then I played against, uh, what the, was the other one? Raybor, Rayquaza EX, and Embor, and, uh, the reason I lost that one was because I kept putting my Palkia EX out too fast. But whatever. <laughs> no big Lesson deal. learned. Uh, before you jump into your video game talk, let's flip over to Logan for his regionals experience. All right. Well, um, you know, on the same line of what you were just saying with uh, if, if somebody brings something that you're not familiar with, that's the most dangerous thing that sort of happened as, I mean, like, because I saw Kangaskhan, I, I, I went six and three. I probably saw eight Kangaskhans because um, <laughs> she is a beast. She's crazy. I mean, I brought Kangaskhan, too, so I can't really complain. <laughs> All these um, people bringing Kangaskhan. <laughs> oh, I can't believe them. So, so, Logan, now that it's over, what was your team? Uh, I had a Mega Kangaskhan, a um, Gardevoir, a Aegislash. Um, oh, man. Uh, Talonflame, I I had a really meta team. It was it was exactly the meta. Um, Garchomp, did I name five or six just now? Five. That was only five. Oh man, who's the other guy? Probably Farfetch or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> Farfetch. That's right. <laughs> Good um, call. Oh man, who was it? Um, somebody who got a new thing. Oh, it, it doesn't matter. Whatever. It was some other some other Pokemon that never helped me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it wasn't Amoongus. Oh, man. Steve, just edit this out. Just edit this part out. No, that's no, golden. It's golden, <laughs> y'all. Before you go it's to... Called, let's watch Logan struggle. Before you go... Mamola. Before you, you talk about your, your battles, are there... I, I, I haven't played the video game competitively in, in over two years, but do people put, like... like Do you ever see a team and then there's, like, a Bidoof on it or, like... A Pokemon you know they're not going to send in battle, but they just wanted five and not six, so they just have this joke Pokemon there. Or did I actually, you... I played a guy who did not have a sixth Pokemon. Really? He just had five, <laughs> yeah. And then I, I played a guy that I assumed had joke Pokemon um, because he had a Smeargle and then a, a Torkoal. And, uh, <laughs> I, but he brought, Wait, no, he brought Torkoal. was legit. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying Smeargle's not legit. I was just like, oh, I know he's going to bring that. And what the hell is Torkoal bringing <laughs> doing on here, this team? But he, he definitely brought Torkoal. <laughs> Torkoal had a uh, heat wave and, um, you know. Devastating, I would assume. assume. So, <laughs> since I gave the commentary about the, the TCG versus VGC players, my question for you, Logan, since you were in the South, down uh-huh. in Georgia... What was the level of cosplay at your uh, particular event? Uh, I uh, <laughs> and and were the VGC players odoriferous? Okay, um, we didn't have many cosplayers, but I think there was one guy, um, my friend Matt, who traveled up there with me. He played him, and uh, he was in a full body leather suit. Um, and he uh, to to <laughs> question, he smelled pretty suit. bad. <laughs> uh, what now? Your friend you went with was in a full body leather suit. No, 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 no. Matt was. Not. <laughs> he he played against an individual wearing the full body leather suit, and uh, he was pretty odiferous. Um, Back in yeah, the day, I, um, before team preview, you couldn't tell if your opponent had a leather suit. No. Um, 
because because there's no team preview in um, Gen Four or before, they still required that you bring six Pokemon, but there would be no real reason to change them between rounds because you didn't know who you were going. You know, I mean, it was best two out of three, but most of the people just preferred the. Or I guess at that point it might not have been best two out of three, whatever. So, but regardless, a lot of people would just put a joke Pokemon in the fifth and sixth slots because without being able to see your opponent's team, what really strategic decision can you make and bring down? And can I just declare what you were just saying about no reason to change it between rounds? Pet peeve, Will Anderson pet peeve about VGC. They very clearly state at the beginning of the day, you can take notes. Yes, you have to start with a clean sheet of paper for every match. People, that doesn't mean cover up what you wrote from the previous match with your 3DS <laughs> and then start on the below that. No, you have to flip the page and put a clean piece of paper with no writing on it. I don't care if you just wrote down the names of all your opponents and nothing else about them. Clean means no writing on it. Drives <laughs> um, me nuts. I'm pretty sure you can do that for the TCG too, unless they banned it. Yeah, no, you can take notes, but you yeah. can't refer to your previous notes. They, they actually did a pretty good job enforcing that at, at my regional. They they were they would come around and say, like, nope, no, no, get rid of that. Got to have a new sheet. So, Not at mine. Oh. So anyways, continue with your story. Wait, was, was Leather Guy wearing any headgear, <laughs> such as a fedora? Oh, man. Or a trilby. I, I, don't, I don't think he was. Um, <laughs> I can only assume he was cosplaying as, like, one of those Kingdom Hearts heartless people <laughs> what does that have to do with pokemon yeah i don't know so there was know. only one cosplayer at northeast regionals like like serious cosplayer who was dressed there was up there was Raichu. a guy who was, who was dressed up as juniper um but that's not really a hard cosplay no <laughs> well, well, it's dude, it's a little hard. but yeah there was one guy who was dressed up as raichu and like he was the only person doing cosplay like people have hats and stuff that they wear but not a full-on bodysuit. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy. I, I was, it, I was like five minutes away from, well, actually I was a beanie. I was one beanie away from just dressing as my trainer. Like that was the plan. That would be away. so cute. Oh my God. My trainer is so cute. I would look so <laughs> cute in his clothes. And it's easy to find, I mean, like I have, I have all the stuff in my wardrobe of my trainer, except for a white beanie. And, uh, it was so like jealous. an intricate knit. Uh, so I didn't know where to get that. I think it would probably be in the lady section if I was able to find it. I will but... knit it for you. Yeah. yeah you know, you well. should totally, should totally knit me a white beanie. You should open up a business where you make the clothes oh. from Pokemon. I will give you a shiny Flabebe if you knit me a beanie. <laughs> Dude, you promised me that shiny Flabebe already. Yeah, you know, I did. Kind of now there's a price. Now there's a, there, there's a <laughs> line. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to knit me a, uh, a Flabebe. Knit him yeah. a Flabebe. For I the shiny I could Flabebe. Knit a Flabebe in two days, dude. That'd be the best Flabebe you ever saw in your life. Except for the shiny <laughs> Flabebe that he already has. Whatever, yeah. Travis. Just sprinkle glitter on it, Travis. Come on. Can we replace Travis with the real Travis? Yeah, Travis Tupana. <laughs> yeah, replace that, replace that person who's replace that person who's writing the articles with me. I agree. <laughs> oh, is Travis is like, when can I get off this show? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go on, go on, Logan. More, more right. about your adventures. So beyond Leather Guy, uh, I I won my first two matches, and then the the most beyond terrible thing. Beyond Leather Guy. Beyond Leather Guy. <laughs> that's, that's the name the, of something. That's the movie that uh, my my buddy comedy 
is going to be beyond leather guy. guy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so the third match, um, it was again, it was a mirror match. I played a million Kangaskhan's, um, and the first turn, you know, I was very prepared to have a mirror match of Kangaskhan. My my Town Flame had Quick Guard, so I could shut down a Fake Out from another Kangaskhan. And then my Kangaskhan had Hammer Arm, so it would take down another Kangaskhan. Assuming that I pushed the Mega Evolve button on my Kangaskhan, oh. which, I, which I did not do on round three. And uh, it actually still, like, it ended up, like, one turn away from me winning anyway. Um, it was down to my Aegislash versus his Ferrothorn. And uh, he got off um, a Leech Seed. But, uh, yeah... You should you should probably press the mega evolve button. I will confess that I also uh, neglected to mega evolve my Mawile um, during one of my rounds, and it was solely because of the really smelly bo guy that like was completely <laughs> distracted. It was a combination of okay, smelly bo guy who wasn't even sitting next to me. He was like two seats down from me, and he still smelled that bad that he was like distracting me. And the guy I was fighting against was. Um, either like from Japan or just like very Japanese because the writing that he left on his pad that he only covered with his 3DS driving me insane was in <laughs> Japanese. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. then, yes, I forgot to click the Mega Evolve button on, on Mawile and he was taken out. Wait, why is someone, why is his being Japanese distracting? <laughs> I guess because you noticed the writing and you're like, I oh. Noticed, and he was talking in Japanese. Oh, okay. To, to other to, people. To whom? To other Japanese people who were there. How do you? And I was like, why are they you, talking? I thought you couldn't talk to other people during yeah. the match. Before the match. Oh, okay, oh, okay, got it. Oh, please. Here, you want to hear my complaint about the Northeast Regionals? <laughs> Go for, for some it. reason, they can repair the TCG players within ten minutes of the round ending, but it still takes you know thirty minutes to repair the VGC players after a 15-minute round. Yeah. I, I, did you do the QR code thing where you could um, get it on your phone? Uh, I used PokeGym, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was pretty handy. But, yeah, it still took a, a remarkable amount of time. I, I don't understand why it would take that long. Well, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, how, how mean, did your, your day end just up? Just for a bit of defense... Not that mm-hmm. I know anything, but I do know that this year there is a bunch of new tournament organizers. So that would be my okay. only assumption. This was yeah, the yeah. same organizer as last year's. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Which, because I commented, because they actually did the pairings for, the first few pairings for the VGC went pretty quickly. And I commented on Twitter. I was like, they must have learned something from last year, because last year was horrible. Hmm. I mean, it literally was 45 minutes between pairings uh, for the VGC last year. I I mean, it started at 11 o'clock in the morning. It didn't end until five o'clock and it was not that many rounds, you know? (laughs) Um, Wow. But uh, no, I recognize, I I recognize that it was the same company. Hmm. Well, uh, anyway, to, to wrap up, um, I, I lost the, so I lost the third one because I didn't mega evolve, which was the dumbest thing. And then I kind of, that kind of, put me off balance, I think, for the rest of the day. Um, but, uh, you know, like you will, I chose to change my team dramatically at 1130 the night before. <laughs> and oh, um, no. turned out that Talonflame was my only fire attacking person. Uh, I took a Salamence off at the last minute. And uh, so 
turned out, I mean, I, I wouldn't have done well in the top cut. I don't think if I, if I would have made it, if I would have beaten that guy that I didn't beat because of not mega evolving, because I just didn't have enough fire attacks on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. but, but yeah, I ended up six, three, um, and, uh, seven, two was the, you know, like the last cut off. Yeah. yeah. Not a bad record but, though. Yeah, that was, was fine. You must have had, do you know how many, um, players that you had there? We had, uh, I want to say like 270 something. Yeah. You had more than us. Hmm. Yeah, we we had about two hundred total. Yeah, and they and they initially said it was going to be a top eight, and then they interrupted like in the middle of the first round and said it was going to be a top sixteen, and everybody cheered. So that was. That was yeah, cool. we only, we only had a top eight. Yeah, top eights are the worst. You have to be real, real consistent if you're going to get in the top eight. Yeah, we yeah we had one guy. Um, I think the the guy who who won the the regional was. Uh, undefeated up until you know, the first seven rounds completely undefeated mm. but i'll tell you who it wasn't uh it wasn't wolf and it wasn't ray <laughs> so, <laughs> i actually um at the uh what is it called the the player meeting um and i had forgotten this from last year but i was sitting across from wolf because they, they do it by uh alphabetical by your first name so he was the next one in line and uh he fits my characterization, except he doesn't smell bad. <laughs> He's a nice dude. Good-looking, attractive uh, guy, and he was wearing a running shirt. <laughs> there you go. He, I just remember, I can't remember, no, it must have been him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was in line, this was at Nationals last year. I was in line to register next to him, and, like, at every chance he got to, like, the people who were, like, running the registration, he was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I won last year, so I know I know how this process goes. <laughs> Which, like, I guess if if you did win last year, like you have you do like have the bragging rights, yeah, right. But I just thought it was really funny. Like, yeah, I, I know where I'm supposed to go. I, I won last year, <laughs> <laughs> just like meekly saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, where's where's the line for the winners? Yeah, he yeah, seems right. like a fairly nice guy. He was nice when I battled him. But uh, and, I wasn't and feeling beat like him. <clears throat> yeah, mm. <laughs> he keeps pulling out that story. But I, I wasn't feeling very conversational uh, during the players meeting because right at the end of the day for the TCGs, uh, my main reason for playing uh, through the VGCs showed up, which was my six year old nephew. Um, mm. And this was his first Pokemon tournament ever. So and it was also his first time ever staying in a hotel. Uh, so he and my brother stayed with me on Saturday night and he like, he could not sleep. He was so excited to compete. <laughs> um, so he, he competed in the juniors and he only won two matches, but, uh, he was really, really happy nice. to, to be able How to many play. matches did he have? Uh, they only had five. Okay, cool. So he's, he definitely wants to come back that's um, awesome. and do it again, uh, which that's is really cool. good. It's that's for the juniors. Also, you know, there were only, uh, I think 30 juniors total. So definitely easy chance to get a, a bid for nationals, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> if we can just, he had a good team. My brother uh, did the IV uh, breeding and EV training and everything for him. So, which, you know, most parents do. So mm-hmm. um, my team was, uh, but I had Talonflame, uh, Florgis, Gorgeist, uh, Mawile, uh, Rotom W., and Garchomp. So what I didn't 
realize because Justin, uh, he, he bred and did the whole team for me. Um, and all I had to do was collect the items. What I didn't realize was I was really only supposed to use Garchomp, Rotom W, Talonflame, and, uh, and Mawile. Um, but I really liked the concept behind using Florgis and Gorgice together. So mm-hmm. for my first two rounds, I put them out first, which for some matchups that works, but for most of them, they just kill floor just really quickly. <laughs> and, and, and that's about it. Um, so after my first two rounds, I learned not to put her out at all and to focus on the other four Pokemon. So I did, I came in four, four, uh, which is oh, much better than I've ever done. Yeah. It's much better than I've ever done before. And actually if I had, you know, pra- there's nothing wrong with that team. If I had practiced and gotten ready and not forgotten to mega evolve my while I would have done much better. Very so nice. may use them again. <laughs> my mega evolve, uh, blooper probably would have made me do better too. <laughs> so the lesson is pl- press the mega evolve button. If you're at a tournament. <laughs> yep. That's the lesson, the lesson here. Um, but you know, overall it's a fun, it's still a fun experience to, to be around people. Most of the people are nice. Um, we did have the, the judges had to call during the VGCs, uh, telling people not to rage quit, which I found was, <laughs> was that the term they used? No, no. They said, oh. um, please wait for the, uh, what was it like? Please wait for the competition to completely come to an, no, I'm sorry. I, this <laughs> It was rage quitting. Some people are very upset when they are lo- when they lose and they are closing their 3DS before the game results are saved. This <laughs> other player's game to freeze. Please oh. do not. Please wait for the game results to completely save. I, and they were like, I, we know everybody doesn't like to lose, but please wait for the game results to save before closing your 3DS. <laughs> yeah, it was that that happened a lot. Like I had a couple of matches where it was a little hacky. And the people are in a big hurry to leave afterwards. Mm. I had yeah, one, you, I also had one experience where um, this really cute guy, uh, Brad from Worcester, Massachusetts, you're super cute. Um, <laughs> his 3DS was, uh, it just went into flashing red right when he sat down across from me. And luckily, you know, Will Anderson, Captain Generous, had an extra... <laughs> It's in my bag. So I took mine out and I gave it to him to use for the battle. That was kind of funny. Would you have done that if it was B.O. guy? Yes. Mm. You're a stand-up guy, Will. Good guy, yeah. Will. Well, especially for cute guys. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, for all the cute guys listening, we're going to take a quick break. And then we are going to come back and talk about Pokemon of the Week as well as a couple quick... Uh, events that are coming up this month that uh, you may or may not want to attend. If you are still listening to this show, you'll probably want to attend. But if you turned it off, then... I you're still listening to this show. Then good for you. <laughs> so we'll be right back. <laughs> And we are back once again from our break to wrap up this delightful show for you all. Uh, Before we jump into Pokemon of the Week, we got a couple events coming up. So if you are in the Wisconsin area, the Wisconsin Regionals, which are being held in Madison, take place this weekend. Uh, We're recording this on April 7th to give you time of reference. Uh, But more importantly, why you should skip Regionals. 
and you're in the Wisconsin area is because the Midwest Gaming Classic is happening mm-hmm. this weekend uh, in Brookfield, Wisconsin, which is very close to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, which I think Wisconsin's only known for is Milwaukee. But uh, I will be there hosting uh, the fourth year in a row. Uh, Midwest Gaming Classic's very gracious to keep having me back. Um, but, uh, the cool thing this year is, uh, I've partnered with Nintendo actually. So Nintendo will have a presence in our room and they will be hanging out, uh, doing some stuff on the Wii U they're bringing and they're bringing a bunch of 3DSs and they will be giving away a bunch of cool swag as well. Just if you stop in. Um, so that's kind of our big announcement this year. We always try to do something a little different at Midwest Gaming Classic every year. Uh, last year, our big thing was the Pokemon pinball machine that uh, myself and Aaron built to play Pokemon pinball, obviously. So that will be back <laughs> again this year, but uh, with with the addition of Nintendo in our room and a couple other things, we're hopefully going to bring in more TVs than, than we have ever before. Um, it will be really cool. And Travis has been to the Midwest Gaming Classic. I have. I believe it's every... A- Every year, yeah, every every year, uh, it's a fun time. Um, it is not. I like the size of the of the convention. It's not so tiny that you don't feel like you. It's not so tiny that you don't feel like you've earned. It's it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's not. But it's also not so big that um, that you just sort of get lost in in like a crowd of people and just feel like you're sort of being herded around. It's um. It's a good size. There's always a lot of uh, interesting things being sold on the main floor. Sometimes there's good deals. Other times they're a, a bit of a not good deal. Um, <laughs> but in general, it's just sort of fun to be walking around and seeing like those original uh, in-the-box chrono triggers or, or, or that sort of thing. Um, and also it's cool to be able that, you know, that's the event where generally most uh pokemon podcast people convene at i guess nationals would be another one where a lot of us are at but um uh, there's there's a lot of folks that always come and you can and you can chat with us and we're we're hanging out so uh yeah it's a good time yeah the good thing and nationals is a great place that we've all met up before but the good thing about midwest gaming classic is there's not that like, stress of competition yeah there's not that oh i need to wake up early or i need to go to bed to do this it's yeah. Really, you get no sleep, but it's that like that no sleep of like I'm having so much fun. Yeah, like I want to get up so that I can. Yeah. So, <laughs> other events that will be there, they host a whole bunch of tournaments. So you name a game, there's probably a tournament for it. Halo, Mario Kart, Call of Duty, Tekken, Smash Brothers, all have kind of tournaments. Some are free to enter, some are paid. Katamari Damacy. I don't think so. Uh, there, right. there are also, I think, <laughs> over 300 <laughs> pinball machines that are free play. I know Travis. Travis, stop trying to seduce me. Travis is a big <laughs> pinball. Oh, should, should I switch? Should I switch to the, to the, to the sequel version? The na 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 Katamari on the swing. That's in the first one. Actually. No, no, no. The first one is just Katamari Damacy. But in the second one, it's Katamari on the swing. swing is in the first game. Is it, is it really? Yes. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess I'm red faced now. Oh, let me man. let me open up iTunes and double check. 
Steve, continue where, where with your Where did you find bladder. the soundtrack? Um, I, I've been looking for the soundtrack for so long. The internet? Yeah, I tried. I'm just bad at it. I'm pretty bad at the internet. <clears throat> what is the internet? KSL internet. <laughs> I believe... Como es el internet? What is the internet like? To uh, attempt to get it's back on track. Spanish too, so I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> Denied. Trying to work in Very Spanish whatever I can. <laughs> the Midwest Game of Class. Where are you, Travis? Oh, yeah. What was that? Can you say that a little louder? And can can you say isolated so I can just record that and just then just play that on a loop? Steve, <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, I believe Travis was right and Will was wrong. And if you're coming to the Midwest Gaming Classic, tickets are forty dollars for the weekend, maybe forty five. Uh, it's forty dollars for both days, and it is forty-five uh, if you were to buy it separately. But yeah, so it's forty dollars together, and then if you wanted just Saturday, it's thirty dollars. Just Sunday is fifteen. Yes, that is accurate. We're going to be doing most of our stuff on the Saturday, correct? Yeah, pretty much uh, all the big stuff is is kind of Saturday. Not that we're doing anything particular, but uh, the cool thing this year is uh, I've had. Uh, custom-made Pokemon podcast pillows, of all things, made. I want one of those so badly. And they're, they're very really cool. cool. Uh, they're only going to be sold at the show. If there are any leftovers, then they will be sold online. But there was only, I think, 20 made. So and if the pillow is the, the selling point for you to drive all the way out from <laughs> New New Mexico to get said pillow, uh, this would be your chance to do so. That reference. That mm-hmm. reference. Uh, after Midwest Gaming Classic, which is this coming weekend, uh, the next weekend, I believe, is Easter for those who celebrate uh, the Day of the Rabbit. And then the weekend after that is C2E2, which is the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, which has been running. Midwest Gaming Classic, uh, to do a little backtrack, I think has been running for six or seven years. Uh, C2E2, this would be its fourth year. And the fourth time, they've invited me back to be a speaker at the event. So uh, that is super flattering because C2E2 is a very big show now. Uh, but I will be speaking on Sunday at 1.30 uh, at C2E2 about what you didn't know about Pokemon, um, which is, for our listeners, uh, a lot more than what I actually know. But hopefully for the audience that comes, see- comes and sees me, Hopefully I know more than them. Is that possible, Travis? I don't know. <laughs> uh, say that again. Was uh, will, I'm busy you, looking at this font that is like can you Comic Sans, but like how Washington, D.C. works to Travis? He missed that part. <laughs> so there's a convention center that's the intersection of New York Avenue and Massachusetts Look, to Avenue. to be fair, if you saw a thing that was that was someone made a font that's Comic Sans, but they wanted to make it fancy. I think oh, you Comic Sans new? Yeah. It's so good. I think you would stop listening to this stupid show. I mean, I'm, I'm cutting out. I'm gonna, I gotta check out this Comic Sans new. Yeah. Comic like, Sans it's new. really good. The, the best part about Comic Sans new is how many things are insulting at once yep. on, top of ins- like, on top of making Comic Sans better. Huh. Anyway, sorry. What? What am I? Something about C two E two. Oh, I. I uh, the joke is gone, Travis. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Johnson just posted a picture of himself in a in a 
tank top, and now I've lost all focus. <laughs> <laughs> the joke is gone. Uh, so, C2E2 Midwest Gaming Classic, if you have any questions about that or uh, concerns, you're thinking about coming and you're just unsure, uh, please message me on Twitter, at uh, Dragging a Lake, you can do that, or at Pokemon Podcast, either or, I can answer any questions you have. Um, as for other things, uh, let's jump over to Pokemon of the Week, which this week is Agron. Boscadoro. What? That Boscadoro. That's his Japanese name. Oh, fair enough. I was going to say, is that his Spanish name? <laughs> no, his Spanish name is... Scroll, 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 scroll. Uh, Agron. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, what can you tell us about Agron? Agron is a physically defensive Pokemon that is steel and rock type. When it Mega Evolves, it loses the rock to become pure steel. Uh, I believe it has the ability heavy metal in its um, in its Mega Evolution. I don't no, remember what correct. it is. The Mega ability is filter. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, Wait, is losing, is, right. is losing its rock good? Yes. It is? Okay. Yeah, yeah because... Yeah, you don't want a four times weakness to fighting at all. <laughs> um, you don't want a four times weakness to ground. Um, that's not cool. Um, Agron itself uh, is a pretty bad Pokemon uh, just yeah. on its own. It does have a very high defense stat, but not having HP to go along with it kind of makes it um, not end up mattering uh hp is a much more important stat than is um than are the defenses in terms of being a defensive pokemon i think uh blissey is a really really good example of that um or chancy as well um yeah and its hp doesn't go up when it mega evolves either really right it's, yeah it stays it's a 70 base hp is 230 that's so high yeah but its hp isn't that high <laughs> It's still, it, don't get me wrong, Mega Agron does take hits pretty well, um, especially because it has filter, but it's, honestly, it's it's not worth being the, the, the Mega on your team, just to be, you know, it, it's it's not excessively better than, um, than, than some other defensive wall, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's not so much better that you would need um, to use up your mega slot for it, and to be honest, something like a Skarmory or um, I don't know what are people using physical walls these days. A, a Trevenant is a big Snorlax. deal. Snorlax. Are people using um, Snorlax? I just threw that out there. No. People do use Snorlax. Um, I have not. I did not see a single Snorlax. Uh, do you in, see any Snorlax? In single, in singles, it's it's more. Oh, who plays singles? The majority of Pokemon players. Um, Agron, I guess, would be a little better in doubles than in singles. I don't know, but it's it's not it's not. Um, I don't know. I don't want to keep going on about how bad it is since it's the Pokemon <laughs> of the week, and I should be saying good things about it. He looks um, really red. He's how just about, like a really cool design. How about its move set, Travis? Does it does it have good moves? I mean, it's got the stuff you need for uh, being a defensive Pokemon. It gets Thunder Wave. Um, it gets Stealth Rock. Um, so Stealth Rock, Thunder Wave, Earthquake, and 
Well, heavy slam is supposed to be it's like and heavy slam, yeah. Kiki move, right? Whoa, let's yeah. back up for a second. When did smelling salts become a move? I believe that's Gen Four. What does it do? <laughs> uh, it'll it'll do more damage if the poke. Oh wait, no. Uh, it was introduced in Gen it Three. Wakes up it does, a sleeping Pokemon. Right, and it does. Or no, it does. Uh, will double its attack if it's against a paralyzed Pokemon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm and it will cure the target of paralysis. Paralysis, right. not sleeping. Okay, yeah, right. It's not so that you good get, of a move. Yeah, you no. get like a hyper beam instead, and then you remove their paralysis, which sucks. Yeah, it's not good. And it looks like it's, I can't say this Pokemon's name, Haramara? Uh, Hariyama. If that's his, it looks like it's its signature move, because other every, Pokemon can get it by breeding, yeah. but... Makahita and Hariyama are the only ones to learn it by level up. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, it, Mega Aggron can learn that for what it's worth. Rubrating. <laughs> <laughs> he can cure people of their paralysis. Well, regular Aggron can learn that through breeding. Megas don't learn anything through breeding because you Fair can't enough. Mega... I mean, you can't breed a Mega. Fair enough. You also can't breed an, an Aggron. Why not? Fair enough. Well, because you have to breed a... Aaron. Oh, well, that's just a technicality. You got a technicality, brah. <laughs> what about double team? That's always good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that double team, yo. Minimize. Does it even get probably doesn't get minimized? No. <laughs> Why Agron sucks? Why? Uh, let's try to make them better with trivia. With some trivia, uh, uh-huh. heavy metal. Agron with heavy metal. Agron is the heaviest non-legendary Pokemon and both the heaviest steel Pokemon and rock Pokemon, as well as the heaviest Mega Evolution Pokemon. Nothing for me, guys. He doesn't have heavy metal when he Mega Evolves, so does he gain Correct. weight when he Mega Evolves, or what? Oh, uh, well, I think it's just that there's, there's... I mean, what other Mega would be heavier than an Aggron? Oh, yeah. Let's see... Let's oh, wait, he, it does... Yeah, it gains uh, almost 100 pounds. So, so shedding the rock and replacing it with steel adds some adds some poundage to uh, Aggie. <laughs> Aggie, uh, yeah. May- that's thirty five kilograms for our <laughs> Canadian <laughs> listeners. More than just Canada uses hey, the metric down. Canada doesn't get enough support here. <laughs> I mean, they have their own language. <laughs> it's super Canadian. <laughs> they have their own language. They have poutine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mega Agron is the only pure steel type Pokemon that isn't genderless. Huh. Great. <laughs> Mega Agron can get it on. <laughs> uh, it is also the only dual type Pokemon to become a single type Pokemon upon Mega evolving. That's interesting. Mm. Since we will undoubtedly see more Mega Pokemon. Is there a Pokemon? Are you that- confirming that for us? I am confirming that. Uh, is there a Pokemon that is dual type that you would love for them to lose mm. a type? I wish Gengar lost poison. I mean, as much as like poison helps Gengar and competitively, like Sludge Bomb is cool. Um, I think it's strange to me that it's ever been poison type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I wish it would have about me and Gengar in competition is I keep thinking that it's dark ghost. I have no <laughs> idea why it should be dark I ghost. Really thinking yeah. that. And 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 therefore, uh, I use fairy moves against it. 
Oh well. Mm. I think it'd be interesting for a dual type starter to lose to lose the um, its its base type. So like you know you evolve up to Infernape, but then maybe Mega Infernape loses fire. That'd oh. be interesting. Or what about like uh, Impoleon losing water and just becomes like yeah. a giant submarine? <laughs> <laughs> the SS Impoleon. <laughs> Get our SS Impoleon t-shirts at no at pkmncast.com. Oh, <laughs> people are gonna go there and they're gonna be like, "Where? Where's this t-shirt?" I would. I would only hope. Just making a joke. That Mega Golduck gets psychic as. Another mm, time. Yeah. If there is a Mega Gold Duck. Or because it's pure psychic. That'd be cool. Or pure psychic, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, too. it just swaps over to psychic. That would be really cool. There's no Mega Pokemon that like loses its type for a completely different one. No. No. Hmm. That and that would be, cool. be an interesting mechanic because you would that would be a really good incentive to not mega evolve. Yeah. In some situations. Huh. I'm uh, down. Mega Agron is also tied with Shuckle for the highest base defense stat of all Pokemon. So the question here is, would you run a Mega Agron on your team or a Shuckle? Shuckle, yeah, that's, Shuckle that's all a, day. <laughs> yeah, that's a good example of how um, like a Pokemon can look very good defensively, but not actually pan out that well. Shuckle doesn't have much staying power either, despite having extremely high defenses because its HP is so low. Um, so the same applies to Agron, except Agron has the benefit of filter, so it does take hits a little better. But he is super cool. So let's That's give true. that to Shuckle. Filter is a cool ability. Yeah, I mean, that, that mitigates. If, if regular Agron had filter, maybe he'd be less bad. Yeah. Because then he would only have a times three weakness to fighting, which is still probably <laughs> enough to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mega Agron suffers from the shiny of being green. Oh no! Really? Yeah, that's not cute. Yeah, there's like, there was this good post on Tumblr. There was always these yeah. good posts on Tumblr, but it like separated on how like shinies look cool and they show like Charizard and stuff, and then they show shinies that don't really change at all, which is like Pikachu mm-hmm. and Raichu, and then they just show like this group of shinies that are just green. That makes <laughs> no sense. Yeah. Uh, man. Okay. So Zangoose, his uh, shiny is blue and he looks radical. And I, I ran into him the other day um, in a horde battle, that horde battle where the survivor tried to kill him. You know? Right. And unfortunately, oh, you, can't, no. you can't catch a Pokemon unless it's the last one in the horde oh, battle. No. Yeah. So the survivor murdered my shiny. Oh, oh no. That's brutal. That does hurt. <laughs> That's terrible. In, uh, silence. <laughs> silence. There we go. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. R.I.P. You know, we went a whole episode without talking about Twitch Plays Pokemon, which surprisingly still exists. Gosh, do we... Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I did bring we up the Trans-Pacific Pact, which shares the TP, pound TPP hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, just, uh, just a bit of news. Um, they're almost done with... Uh, what version are they playing? Emerald. Emerald. They're almost done with Emerald. Uh, they uh, Emerald is the first... Pokemon game that has gotten a Pokemon up to level 100, which is uh, Azumarill, has made it to oh, wow. level 100. Um, they are at the Elite Four as of recording this. 
Fire Red will be starting in, I think, one day and 12 hours from where we're recording this. So if they don't finish the game, it just gets axed and Fire Red will begin. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, wow. These guys do not know how to manage. Yeah, like... they don't know how to pace themselves, which is a little frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess like the pressure at least like gets them to complete the goal of beating the Elite Four instead of just doing nothing. Yeah, um, I kind of thought they were going to try to complete the Pokedex on the, like on the original one. Yeah, um, no, yeah, but that would be ridiculous, probably. Very ridiculous. <laughs> still be going. Um, <laughs> I do know Fire Red is going to be completely random, so you can catch any Pokemon in any piece of grass. Hmm. Oh, they're doing a randomizer. Yep. Uh-huh. Are they doing it completely a complete randomizer where the even the starter is random? Yeah, even the starter will be random. Okay. Wow. And, that would be uh, interesting. I might actually want to watch that. I'll, I'll want to watch it at least the beginning. I kind of feel bad falling off uh, Emerald because I was enjoying it so much. At one point, they had six. Uh, um, what are those? Uchina. Uchina. Yeah, they had six of them at one point. It was amazing. Uh, they let go of their Torchic. Uh, that's why Azumarill took uh, took over. And as of like right before we recorded the show, they ran into a shiny Sunkern or not Sunkern, uh, Sunskirt. Oh wow. Uh, but they mm. didn't have any Pokeballs. Oh. <laughs> so, that was very sad. Another moment of silence for the Sunskirt? Was it a Surskit? Silence! Silence! <laughs> we pronounced the name right before we... <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> this is the Pokemon Podcast. <laughs> we get stuff wrong here. Sunskirt? Let's, let's, let's mourn a non-existent Pokemon <laughs> that's imaginary. Sunskirt? What's All Pokemon are imaginary, so Will. <laughs> Maybe, what? Pokemon are real. <laughs> My nephew told me just yesterday that he saw a Pokemon under a car and he couldn't catch it because he didn't have any Pokemons with him. I mean, hit Pokeballs with him. Sounds Look, like a- So don't tell me that Pokemon aren't real. tells me that the ontology of the photographic image is that it's the same as is the real thing that's being depicted. So... So in this sense, those those Pokemon truly have the same reality as do the things. In our Artifacted niche. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show for you guys. Oh. Uh, unless you guys have anything else. I no? can't think of anything. I'm tired. <laughs> well, with that being said, I want to uh, let the listeners know where they can find Travis. Twitter.com slash TheTravisW and TurtleSeed.com slash Travis. I thought that site crashed. They, they're back up. They're, <laughs> the, the seed has sprouted again. <laughs> um, fair enough. Uh, Will, where can they find you? Uh, on Twitter, they can find me at WashInTheSync, W-A-S-H-I-N-T-H-E-S-I-N-K. And also, they should find me and friend me on Facebook. I need more Facebook friends because I don't want to only be poking Travis. Um, <laughs> so the easiest way to find me on Facebook is my facebook.com slash D speaker, S-T-A-B. How do you spell that? I-N-A-T-E-D-S-P-E-A-K-E-R. Because that's the name that I want that my mom did not give me. What? Good answer. I want my, I want my first name to be Stabney. All right. And my last name to be Speaker. What? <laughs> and my middle name to be Delicious. That's the D is for Delicious. So Stabney, Delicious Speaker. 
Well, you can live is. your dream. Like you can go change your name. <laughs> Not until my mother dies. Oh, uh, Logan, thank you for joining us again. <laughs> yeah, I, this is awesome. I apologize for wasting another Monday night for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a waste. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> that's what we want our listeners to believe too. Uh, Where can they find you? Uh, uh, Janky Jenkins. Janky Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twitter.com slash Logan Jenkins. And um, I also have a webcomic downplusa.com. Like what you hold when you're trying to catch Pokemon real hard? Downplusa.com. It's got funny comics on it. It does have funny comics. The best comic you had, Logan, was the Rampage one. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got a lot of inappropriate things in it. So yeah. good. He, he blew all over the place. <laughs> My life story. Um, you guys <laughs> can find me on Twitter at Dragging the Lake, uh, and you can follow the show on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. Again, if you have any questions regarding Midwest Gaming Classic or C2E2, uh, please let me know. Uh, you can also uh, check us out on PokemonPodcast.com. We have delivered content to you daily, and we mean it. Really, we do have content every day, and it's pretty fantastic. And we have a lot of exclusives that you should check out if you haven't done so. Um, we have to tackle some iTunes reviews. I know we keep pushing it off, but uh, we'll do a whole iTunes thing episode where we give you guys shout-outs. Um, I'm supposed to give a shout-out to uh, Nick Wong, uh, because he told me to. And so there you go, Nick. Uh, that's the only shout-out you'll ever get from me. Twitter.com slash <laughs> I like tapers. That's true. That's, that is his Twitter. No He's doubt. in a foreign country, isn't he? Like, Nick is a great like, fella. He lives uh, Singapore. in China. Oh, Singapore. Hong Kong, right? Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Is it China? Someone, over that Asia Shoot. part of the world. Wrong. <laughs> I'll bulb a start for you. How's that? I said Singapore. And you were wrong. <laughs> Again? Yeah. Sick burn. That's two for Travis Classic <laughs> and zero for Will. That is. No, you. I, I got the, the, the filter on Mega Agron. Shut up. Keep moving, keep moving, show's over. Filter, filter, filter. Uh, You can (laughs) like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pkmncast. We do this Google Plus thing, I guess you can join us there, as well as we are on YouTube. We're also on Stitcher Radio, Scatter Radio, Omni Radio, iTunes Radio, Zune Radio. No, I'm just kidding, Zune doesn't exist, but we are in the Windows Marketplace uh, under podcasts. I don't know what that looks like because I don't have a Windows device, but we're there. And I think that wraps up our show so, thank you, Travis. You're welcome. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Logan. Thank you, guys. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super Sunscourt. <laughs> Good night, everyone.